Are you familiar with the Bell Illuminati, Alex? Uh, I feel like I'm about to, but is it uh, Telecom Illuminati? So, sorry, what was that? A Telecom Illuminati. No, like, it's, the, Bell? it's apparently the, sh- the secret shadowy cabal people behind the Taco Bell menu. What? That's a thing? They have a fucking ad campaign right now being like, oh, the Illuminati wants you to eat this. It's the Bellinati or something. And <laughs> I, I, I'm fucking sick and tired of, of like pretending Taco Bell isn't made by just like two dudes in a room fucking stoned out of their skull going, what if we put like fucking nachos in a taco and then having like a mani- like a this fucking evil scientist behind them going like, yes, nachos in a taco, boys. Smoke more of that weed. Yes. <laughs> Why does he sound like that? <laughs> I don't know. It's what all food scientists sound like in my brain because they're all fucking evil. <laughs> I, can I can I just hear more of this impression? Like, just continue with this impression. Like, what other dialogue would he be having with these two stone gentlemen? Well, boys, do you feel the Baja Blast lives up to your expectations? Does it go well with your Cruncherito? <laughs> do you feel more lethargic after we force-fed you that cheesy, meaty beanie? Cheesy, <laughs> meaty beanie. On a scale of one to ten... How okay would you be with me harvesting your organs right now? Not to use, you've eaten Taco Bell recently, but to grind up into more Taco Bell to feed to the next subjects. (laughs) Food science! (laughs) Is that what he yells when he walks away, like, excited from his results? Like, food science! I I think that's what he yells when he comes and, like, when he fucking, when he's out fucking. Food science! (laughs) That's that's part of his vinegar strokes? How would you rate this flavor profile? (laughs) I want to be a part of this fucking bell cabal or whatever. What pisses me off is that, like, I... I just want Taco Bell to start admitting who they are. Like, I want the, like, CEO to be in their ad being like, we know you're pieces of shit. (laughs) Hi, stoners and weirdos and Alex. (laughs) Come into Taco Bell. We'll sell you nine burritos for $9. Does that sound feasible from an economic standpoint? No. Do we do it somehow and still make a fucking killing at it? Yeah. How do we do it? Food science! (laughs) We've successfully employed a bunch of scientists to trick you into thinking that this ground-up mixture of horse meat, sawdust, and other people that died in the food testing lab, so I guess human meat is, quote, good because we add a shit ton of sugar and salt to it. The salt and the sugar triggers the pleasure sensors in the brain. Thank you, Dr. Foodnik. Foodnik. Dr. Foodnik. Food scientist. (laughs) It's based off the same sinister principle as the potato chip. (laughs) None of our food is actually good. It's just triggering the pleasure sensors in your brain. Hello and welcome to Wicked Awesome Cast, episode 104. Today, 
May the fourth be with you. That's on episode one four. I, I don't know if I cut the one earlier, so but that's still two. That's two. I'll take it. But yes, it is uh, episode one oh four, and it is uh Wicked Awesome Cast. I'm here today with uh my my cohort, my partner in crime for the podcast, Mr. Uh, Charlie, aka Mordak. And I am, of course, uh, Alex, aka Mave, otherwise known as Mave Online as well. Uh, Berries and Cream on Steam, that's a new one. Uh, but yeah, here we are. We survived another week. The podcast is still going. The feds have not shut us down. Uh, it's a good. It's a good day. Is it? It is. It's Star Wars Day. I hate Star Wars Day. Star Wars Day is awesome because you know what? Even if you hate today, you're gonna hate tomorrow too. Because you know what tomorrow is? Ah, uh, the fucking first Cinco de Mayo, like the last Cinco de Mayo to fall on a Saturday for eleven years. I only know that because fucking Jose Cuervo commercials told me. No, but that's close too. Tomorrow's Revenge of the Fifth, the Sith-related holiday for Star Wars. Ha ha! That counts as your third. No, it doesn't. Yes, that's it not does. the same one. No, it's not. It angers me in the day. same way. That is a whole new day I'm referencing. You cannot hold that against me. What Negative. day is Cinco de Mayo then if it's not tomorrow? It's tomorrow. Okay, I was right then. Cool. Yeah, it just combines both. I also hate white people Cinco de Mayo if that helps my <laughs> anger make more sense. Well, I. Have I fucking I be... told you my Cinco de Mayo story from college? No, but now like, I'm all ears. What fueled my hatred of Cinco de Mayo? Well, I heard college and Cinco de Mayo, so I have a pretty good idea. It's my freshman year of college, and my roommate is an interesting guy, but so it's, it's fucking Cinco de Mayo, and me and my girlfriend are hanging out in the room at the time, and he comes back from I don't fucking know where, just like stoned and drunk out of his skull, and proceeds to like half pass out on the floor. Half hour later, he gets back. He sits back up. We should order pizza, and I'm like, "Okay, cool. We can we can get pizza." And he's like, "All right, cool." So, like, how many do we need? Uh, well, so like, I'll eat a slice or two, and she'll eat a slice or two. So, like, one. Okay, so like five a piece. No, like one, one each, one total. <laughs> That's not gonna be enough, man. I, I think it will be. How? Was he was he seeing like double or triple? Oh, we're not done yet. Oh, this is gonna get good. So fucker like finds his phone after like like trying to get into his pocket for ten minutes. Like he is fucking wasted. It's hard to kind of emphasize how just not there he is. Like cannot get his hand into the pocket of his pants to get his phone out. Like keeps fucking missing. (laughs) Eventually succeeds. Gets the phone up to his ear, calls, gets halfway through the order before fucking clicking off the phone and throwing it out of our room into the hallway. And I go, what the shit was that? And he goes, they're on to me, man. I go, who? You know, them. The pizza delivery people? Yeah. That you called? Yeah. Yeah. To order pizza. Yeah, we should get pizza, man. Oh, my God. Walk out to the hallway, get the phone, call the pizza people. Hello? Did someone just hang up on you? Yeah, do you still have that order ready? Uh, Yeah, it was 10 seconds ago. We can draw it back up. Cool. And he's, like, in a corner trying to hide under a blanket, being like, don't tell them I'm here. I, I'm not going to. Get mushrooms on it. We'd like some mushrooms. 
and pepperoni and pepper and don't tell them I'm fucking here. Was that the guy that just hung up on us like five seconds ago? Yeah, that that's him. He your roommate? Yeah. Cinco de Mayo? Yep. You need to say staff, <laughs> don't you? Yep. <laughs> tell them uh, we need like five pizzas. We we need one pizza. You said five. We need one pizza. Big one? Yeah, get a big one. Why not? Who's paying for this? That would be him. <laughs> pizza shows up. I turn around. Like he's like sitting on the floor of the pizza in front of him, like unsure what's going on. He's like, when did pizza show up? I'm like, we ordered it 20 minutes ago. Yeah, but that was days ago, man. No, that was the last time we ordered pizza, dude. We ordered pizza like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, but that was days ago. No, it was fucking 20 minutes ago, you fucking idiot. I turn around for like a solid 10 seconds to do something, and I turn back, and there's no fucking pizza. And he's like looking at the box being like, where did it go? Fucking covered in pizza what the fuck i don't know what happened to this day and i don't want an answer but like the story ends with me dragging him kicking and screaming down the hallway to deposit him in a shower fully clothed just to turn it on and leave him there i hate to say it but i don't think he was drunk i think he was on something else i don't fucking know he threw up like he was drunk eventually he smelled like he was drunk huh that doesn't sound like just a drunk. Oh no, it was like, like I said, he was not just drunk. Like it was a combination, but the justification was Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, well, I'm gonna do lives of heroin. Why? Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate white people. Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> you know what's funny? As as the resident Mexican here, I don't even really celebrate yeah, Cinco de no, Mayo. I, when I moved out to LA, I'm like, oh shit, Cinco de Mayo's gonna like fucking burn down the town. And then it came and went, and I'm like, oh wait, that's not a real holiday. Awesome. Yeah, no. It's it's not really a thing. I mean, I may have some tacos here and there, but that's it. I, I had a taco burger in celebration of, I guess, that the other day. So, yeah, I, I don't know. A taco burger actually does sound pretty fucking good. Have you been to the Oinkster? Uh, no, I have not. It's on my list. Their burger of the month is the taco burger. It's pretty good. Huh, I may have to dabble in that. Go there on Thanksgiving. They have the Thanksgiving burger. It's also pretty fucking good. There are all these ideas. I've got to jot them down. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I have a few places on my radar that I want to check out. Uh, Meatza or Meatzilla, whatever, somewhere around here in LA. I'm going to have that this weekend in, uh, in true birthday fashion for sure. That's happening. Sounds like a good play. Oh, yeah. Should Absolute we finish fucking... the intro at some point? We should probably should before we start becoming the food cast. Yeah, right, welcome to the Wicked Awesome <laughs> Cast, the official podcast of the Wicked Studios. It's a video game podcast, I promise, and not just me, like, fucking shitting on Cinco de Mayo for white people. <laughs> Although yeah. that does suck. <laughs> Between food and then shitting on holidays, we sometimes talk about video games. Mostly we talk <laughs> about video games Mostly. when we get to it. Yeah. Welcome. Please enjoy. It's a week. <laughs> Tell uh, your friends. All right. Well, I guess uh, you should start sharing about your week. What okay. have you been up to, sir? I beat God of War. Oh, I would ask you what it, what it was like. You can, you know what? Give me the non-spoiler version of how you feel. I, 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 I really like God of War still. I, I finished that game, and I'm like, that was a good-ass game, and have not played it since. I may go back and do some side stuff eventually, but for now, I am satisfied. Like, there's a, there's a pleasure that comes 
from being done with a really good video game that I am really enjoying right now. Oh, okay. Like, I haven't played anything since even. I'm like, yeah, that was... Let's let that be the last game for a little while. Let's 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 catch up on some Netflix stuff. Let's watch some TV shows. I mean, to get around to watching, like, I, I like the ending of that game is kind of like it's going to happen. Like the movie start playing, it's like okay, yeah, here's kind of where it ends. Probably it's not a big surprise, but it has this really cool moment of how they tie it in to Viking lore that I'm like, oh shit, that's super cool. And like some of the world building shit you're doing is also pretty fucking cool. Okay. Yeah. I, they said there's like five more games coming, and I'm like super excited for the next one. And then we'll see. Like I, I, this game is a nice contained story. It ends in a real cool way, and it's like, yeah, that's a complete story that totally sets up where the next thing should go. And when they make God of War two, like, so what I'm now learning is like they should they should this should not be called God of War four. It should be called like God of War preamble to like Viking Norse shit going down. Like I I think I want the new God of War naming convention to be like related to like what like kind of what the Thor movies did for Marvel ultimately where it's like it's not numbered, it's like it's Thor Ragnarok or Thor Dark World. Like it's the here's the overall point of this game. Cause that would make this game make a hell of a lot more sense. Like it fits into the God of War mythos better that way in some weird way. Okay. Yeah I it's 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 a really good game. Like the end of that game is real strong, as is like so much of that game. Like that final boss fight is pretty fucking good. Like I had a great moment where it's like he's not using weapons. I'm not gonna use weapons either. Followed immediately by if he's gonna use elemental bullshit, guess I'll use weapons now. Because I wanted to beat that dude to death with my fist until I'm like nope, weapons. Weapons are the correct move now. Some shit is going down. That's pretty fucking cool. Though. Yeah, I'm glad it. I'm glad it lived up to it because we have we're living in an era of like sequels right now, where when they come out, especially after it's been a while, they tend to kind of just suck. No, that that game's real good. Like it, there's uh, there's definitely some stuff you can nitpick for it. Like I guess some people are saying the game is too hard, which I only encountered one like really hard part to that entire game, and it was very much intentionally supposed to be a really hard part. So, eh. Like, I think I only died in combat, like, that wasn't, like, there's a thing of levels, and, like, levels will fucking, like, one-shot you. I only died outside of a boss fight once or twice, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, like, it was one or two very specific boss fights that I'm like, oh, shit, I can do that here, actually? Okay, fine. Cool. Like, my big, my weirdest piece of advice for that game is, try blocking everything. You can block some stuff you shouldn't be able to. Kind of like the previous God of War games. So, yeah. Well, I haven't necessarily dabbled too much in it, but like I said, I definitely want to play it. I definitely would be very interested in doing a whole like podcast at some point. We have an email this. that may speak to that topic some that we will get to later. Ooh, muy excelente. Yeah. In the spirit of Cinco de Mayo, I will say muy excelente. Cool. Whatever. <laughs> and please, it's Cinco de Cuatro. The real holiday for Arrested Development fans. <laughs> Cinco de Cuatro, I love that. The holiday designed to deplete party resources for Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> that is a very you holiday, by have the way. Have you never heard? Have you ever not? No, yeah. I've seen it. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah, I've seen the episodes. I saw the whole season, even though it was a little bit meh compared to the other ones. I they actually that. So I only got reminded of that because they re-released it in a more edited format, like a more traditional episode structure. It's kind of worth going and checking out. Like, it's interesting. As someone who really enjoyed the kind of weird narrative structure they did previously, this also might be better. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a TV show now. Yeah, they released it chronologically correct is what they did. Yeah. Because before they used to kind of jump around and it was a little bit weird, but yeah. Yeah. But, so, speaking of not video game things, uh, I've been listening to a band called Body Count lately, and I only bring Body Count up to um, mess with you a little bit right now, Alex. Uh, you're uh, familiar with Ice-T, correct? Yes. Ice-T, the rapper, original gangster. What if I told you uh, a metal band? You know what? I would have to say it would not surprise it's me. It's called because... Body Count, and they fucking rock. Uh, like I said, it does not surprise me. He's... I really like Ice T. Like he's kind of branched out and done, done a bunch of other stuff. If you're a fan of that. Rage Against the Machine, it's worth checking out Body Count. Like it's a little bit more thrashier, but it kind of fills that Rage Against the Machine hole that was left in my heart when they disbanded. Huh? It's like it is surprisingly good, especially because like the first album for that band came out in 1992. It's still really good. And that's like 2006 is the next one. That's like okay, 2016, 2017, like. The new stuff is solid. Huh. Like, no, as a metal fan, I really appreciate this. Like, the song on Why We Ride is a genuinely good song. I like Ice-T. Yeah. I'm I'm so happy that this is actually... I didn't know this was an actual thing. Although, I do like that in the notes, you spelled Ice-T as the actual drink and not his name. (laughs) I'm sure we've covered that I want to meet Ice-T in life at some point. Not to, like, talk about any of his musical career, but to thank him for introducing me to Guar. Did you know, by the way, that he's actually, he's a really big, uh, I think it's an Xbox gamer yeah. more than anything else? there's a voice pack for one of the Call of Duty games that he did. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me, he's huge on that. No, that's, and, that's an actual thing, yeah, he's... he's yeah. I, he's, I, he's, I, I'm a big fan of the man that is Ice-T, like, he does some shit, he told me about Guar, and that's enough for me to be okay with an individual. Yeah, no, he he's definitely, like, I, I follow him on Twitter, and I love reading about his stuff, and, like... He's really, like, I, yeah. he's one of the few celebrities that I think kind of really connects at a really cool level with his fans. And him and his wife have just this great relationship, which is really great to watch as well. They're, 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 they, they genuinely like each other, and it's fun. Yeah, I just want to talk about body count now. Like, it's, I'm like, <laughs> I now have musical stuff I could talk to Ice-T about. Like, tell me more about body count. Like, I'm really digging that this is what you're doing now. Yeah. Well, he's also busting, uh... What is it? Uh, busting crimes and stopping. Couldn't uh, care less about that. I want to talk to him about body count. No, I would love to talk about his time on fucking Law and Order. He he is the shit on Law and Order. I love him. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, but like, really quick, I'll just to add on the Twitter thing. He talks to a lot of his fans. On yeah, Twitter. no, like, I know. He's really cool and connected. It's great. So, if you're listening, if this somehow gets to you, Ice I'd like to say we here at the Wicked Awesome Cast. Please contact us. You can be a guest. We'll talk about body count for our main topic. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about vintage pornography and metal for an episode. That sounds (laughs) awesome. Today on Wicked Awesome Cast, fuck video games, we're talking body count and vintage pornography. I told you the Guar story, right? About how he had some TV show where his his talking about awesome things. And like the episode I watched, the only episode I ever watched was him talking about... The movie Daisy Does Dallas and Guar, but like in broad strokes, Shock Rock. <laughs> Wait, you mean like Debbie Does Dallas or Daisy Does Dallas? Because those are two different ones. I don't know. Okay. The porn one. That's Debbie. 
Okay. <laughs> and that is vintage, sir. Yeah. Absolutely I, fucking vintage. I, all I know is the first time I saw Guar, I was up on like, I was, I was standing there like, Ice-T was right. This is, a, that's a, that man has impeccable taste. Yeah. No, absolutely. I had no idea, though, that he's the one who told you about Guar. You've never heard this story? Like, I'm like, 12, 13 years old watching something on VH1 at like 3 a.m. in the morning, and it's Ice-T has a show where he just kind of talks about shit, and I can't, it's three things, I don't remember what the first thing was, I think it was like some Wu-Tang Clan, it was the fucking Wu-Tang Clan video game, I think, because his wife wound up naming all the Wu-Tang Clan members at some point as part of that, I don't remember beyond that, but then it was talking about, uh, Debbie does Dallas, and then he ended with talking about shock rock, specifically Guar, and he's fucking showing Guar videos and being like, man, they make the list of a hundred things you should go see. If you have a chance, go see them. Flash forward to like 2012, I'm at a Guar show being like, fucking Ice-T was right. <laughs> he was absolutely right. I need to find out things he also thinks I should go see. <laughs> Just tell us things we should check out, Mr. Yeah. Ice-T. Dude was right. Now, I've also been watching two things, though. Um, I'm going to butcher the name Agretzko on Netflix. is a cute and fantastically bizarre show. Uh-huh. It's a cutesy anime thing that's uh, basically it's subtitled Agretzko, the fox that sings metal, where it's like it's a horrible office drama that occasionally is filled with like power ballads about how much having a corporate job fucking sucks. <laughs> it's weird. It's worth checking out. I, I, I don't even know how to begin to fathom that, but... Go I watch it. it, it's out. weird. It's like 12, 14-minute episodes. You can burn through the entire thing real quickly if you want. It's it's adorable. I think I will. But there's something really great about like a, like a Hello Kitty-style character going to a karaoke studio to fucking go, like, the blackest of black metal, like, where everything fucking sucks! Kill all the churches! I'm back to being cute now! <laughs> but yeah, but so the other thing I've been watching that I suspect you're going to care a lot about, Alex, is um, I have watched all of Cobra Kai. I have not seen it yet. It's on my list of things to watch because it looks really interesting. Cobra so Kai spoil. is motherfucking strike hard, strike first, no mercy, Daniel Sun wax on, wax off, fucking awesome. It is what? terrible in the best way and the production values are way higher than they have any right to be and it's written as though that horrible internet fan theory that daniel is actually the bad guy and johnny is the hero is the backbone of it it is amazing you know, I'm glad it's good because I've heard some ups and downs on some of these YouTube uh, red. Cause it's a YouTube red show. It is the first YouTube red show I've watched. I got YouTube red to watch it. I may cancel it tomorrow, kind of thing. But holy shit, it is so fucking good. As someone who does not like the movie The Karate Kid, I cannot recommend Cobra Kai enough. Huh. Like, everything about it is great. Like, it is it is both simultaneously paying homage, being, like, a fantastic parody, and also being its own goddamn thing, and a sequel to Karate Kid simultaneously. Uh, I, I was already going to see it, but now I'm even more excited to come it to it. It is so good. 
and it really drives home the idea that Johnny Lawrence or is the is the tragic hero of Karate Kid. Wait, who is Johnny? Oh, the bad guy. Yeah, the tragic hero. He's what? the tragic. Have you never heard this theory? Well, I mean, I kind of I've heard some stuff about this, mainly because um, what was it? Well, first of all, he loses with an illegal kick. Yep, is the first thing I hear about. Yep. He was pressured by his teacher to break the rules kind of thing. So he was, he was in a way this tragic character, but like... You, you, I'm sorry. Let's recount the real story of Karate Kid. Out of town kid, not knowing anything. Sucker punches Johnny for trying to talk to his ex-girlfriend. Johnny then defends himself, sparking off a long-standing feud that has a three-month gap in which suddenly Daniel attacks him with a hose in a bathroom and when he goes to get retribution, some old guy beats the shit up out of him and his friends, and then he cheats in a karate tournament. That's the story of Karate Kid. No, wax on, wax off. Uh, that kid defended himself. What's up with that adult beating up those kids? He's breaking up a fight. That the other kid started and was too much of a punk not to finish. He didn't want to pay for his actions. <laughs> They were teaming up on him. It's not I'm fair sorry, to don't be an him. idiot. Don't pick a fight with someone with superior numbers who's already beat your ass. No, this is an underdog tale. You're not no, gonna it's fuck not. this up for me. This is an underdog Daniel's tale. Daniel's a fucking bully and a douchebag. Daniel is the hero that everyone needs. Nah, he's kind of a douchebag. Nope. I'm gonna He spends a lot of that movie up. fucking asking for the shit that happens to him. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's a reason it's his ex. Meaning they're done. If that dude, if fucking Johnny can't move on past it because it's his fucking ex, then he needs to man the fuck up. Sorry, did you have a high school girlfriend? You know how complicated that time period is? No, don't give a shit. I've been observing this as an adult. That motherfucker needs to move on. I'm sorry. You don't know. No fucking remorse. Daniel doesn't know the story of Johnny. You have no idea how recent that breakup is or if they're in the process of getting back together. Hashtag Team Daniel Sot. All I gotta fucking say. Yeah, you and your illegal moves that ultimately lose you the tournament. Yeah, that's, that's some good karate you got going there. Real honorable shit going on. Training to defeat one person specifically, who at every point in his life is being bullied by his sensei, by his stepdad. Man, it's like he's a tragic hero of some kind, rising up from a complicated circumstance while Daniel's just some douchebag that rolls in from out of town and starts picking fights he can't back up and then gets taught, like, some Nengatai, an old guy to fight some of his battles for him. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Did they not purposely try to damage his leg? And the other guy actually got disqualified it's karate. for doing something? Oh, wait, so all of a sudden the face kick is, it's karate! Suck it up, buttercup! Damages happen! Well, there you go. That's why he got kicked in the fucking face. And it's not like those referees were not trained to handle that fight. If they didn't call the illegal move, then guess what? You should be mad at the fucking judges. And not they did. The Cobra Kai establishes Daniel technically lost that tournament. In in the show? Yeah. Oh, that, well, that's nice that they did that. But yeah, see, again, this dude, 30 years later, still won't let it go. His ex dumped him. Let that shit go. You lost a fight. Let that shit go. Johnny Lawrence, the tragic hero the Karate Kid was actually about. Johnny Lawrence. Dude who needs to fucking grow up and let that shit go. He tries to. Daniel's son's the one living in the past. Is Oh, well, I haven't seen the show, so... You should watch the show. They really drive home that, like, fucking Daniel's a douchebag. Oh, really?
Really? Okay. Well, then let Dude's me... fucking slogan for his car dealership is, we kick the competition, and everyone fucking knows he kicked Johnny in the face, because he's constantly telling people that shit. <laughs> That's just cashing in. That's just smart businessmanship. I... The That's show... just smart business. Cobra Sorry. Kai is totally worth a watch, and it is fantastic. <laughs> I'm definitely going to watch it. This sounds it's, a lot of fun. It is, it is a fun, like... One or two evenings burn through of a couple episodes. It's it's ten episodes. It's short. It's sweet. It's way better than it has any right to be. The production values for it are like, wow, you put some fucking effort into this. Bravo. Like, I would go oh, so I'm far as to say it's in some ways better than the movie ever was. Really? I, that for, is like, a bold claim, sir. Like, some of the ways... Like, it is also better than any sequel to that movie could ever be, just based on how they tie stuff in. It's... That is a, a, I don't often describe stuff as film craft. That thing displays some like cinematography craft you do not see in many movies, let alone on fucking YouTube. Some of the stuff they do is fucking brilliant. I'm really excited. Now. You should watch Cobra right. Kai. Cobra Kai is real good. I will. I definitely will. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I've wrapped out of. I've had a small dog running around at my heels being like, play with me. Be a distraction. I need to go to the bathroom right now. <laughs> Can I just say I love the post on the uh, the poop jail? Motherfucking poop jail. That is fucking great. You absolutely deserve to have a dog Instagram for for for, for your dog. It's it's so good. All I, I have a feeling it's gonna be gold every time you post on that one. There have been more posts. I put the, the, the Instagram for the dog is much classier. If you want the real version of my dog, you go to my Instagram where it's like fucking poop jail and shit. Well, I'm going to definitely dive into those, sir, because they look... Oh, and I'm excited that you've got a dog. Yeah, she's cute. <laughs> for those confused, poop jail is a cage we put my dog in to go to the bathroom, and because we're all into animal shaming, we have a sign that proclaims poop jail. So it, it, like I said, it's fucking great, man. It's where you go when you pee on my floor too many times. <laughs> well, maybe she'll learn her lesson, but then again, she's young enough that she her She kind of has. I, I, we've been very impressed. The dog has been quick to learn. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's always a plus, too. Yeah. So what have you been up to? Well, um, let's see. Where do I start? Um, Before I talk about yesterday, because uh, as of recording this, uh... Yesterday was my birthday. I did birthday things, but I'll go into that right now. You fucked um, that French toast? Uh, I did. I'll get into that. <laughs> uh, so, first things first, I saw Infinity Wars, and it was great. Uh, I would even go as far as to say it's one of the best Marvel movies that have come out. That's what I've been far. hearing. It's... I- it, it sounds good. It, I've, I've also heard that it's like it's good because they don't fuck it. It's like you have to have seen the other movies to have seen this shit. In a way, yes. Um, I know uh, Mandy walked into it a little bit blind because there's some movies she hasn't seen. So I'm getting her caught up on a couple things. Like she doesn't know about Bucky being the Winter Soldier kind of thing. So um, she saw Captain America, the first Avenger, and then hasn't seen the other Captain America. Oh. So she's like, where the fuck did he come from kind of thing. So I'm like, I'll explain later. I told her, you find out the other film. She's like, oh, I'll just find out when we watch the film. So that kind of stuff threw her off. Um, but she's seen some of the newest stuff, like Doctor Strange. She's seen uh, Ant-Man, which, by the way, yeah, well, we'll get into that. But anyway, um, the movie itself, like, has been beautifully led up to. Like, it absolutely is 
super well done. I love the way they've kind of weaved everything together where it all just came down to this. Like, I was hyped about Civil War. I was really excited about Civil War. I love how they did Civil War. And I think this, this one definitely is better than Civil War. So it was great to watch. I went to go see it. Uh, what was it? I think it was a Saturday. Got some really good seats uh, that I actually wanted to because I'm like i going to watch a movie, but I'm not going to sit in a weird-ass fucking yeah. angle close to the front and, and basically turn my neck and hurt myself watching a movie I want to watch, especially if it's two and a half hours. Sure. Um, so it was, it was a great film. They told the story absolutely beautifully. All the actors were great in it. Um, Josh Brolin as Thanos is legit. He looks good. He he does a really good Thanos. So I was I'm excited for him as Cable in um Deadpool. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like if they don't throw in like if Deadpool does not fucking throw in a Thanos joke or have you not or seen fun, the new trailer? They call him Thanos in the trailer. Oh, do that! I haven't seen the new trailer yeah. yet. Well, fucking perfect. But yeah, um. I, I'm super pumped for this. Uh, I went in, watched it, and I, I was so happy. And it feels so much better considering the last film that I watched was Super Troopers 2, and that was such a letdown that I needed this. I needed this as a as a moviegoer. I needed this. So it was great. Super highly recommended. Um, you, and, and it's true what you said. You do need to have seen some of them for it to make sense, but like, don't let that turn you away from watching this because it's, sure. it's fucking phenomenal. And the thing is, like, it doesn't do this weird lead-up. It goes right into the fucking movie. Like, it, they get right into the action and some stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's it's great, and I'm glad that they, they were not afraid to go with certain directions and whatnot. If you're familiar with the comics, then you'll understand things that happen in the film. So, but it's good. And uh, I loved it. So, that was Saturday-ish, and then I kind of just did my work stuff. Um Wednesday before my birthday, I decided to go to the DMV because my license was expiring on my birthday, <laughs> and I like to wait to the last minute to do things because that's the kind of person I am. And nothing makes me hate life more than the DMV. I know it's a cliche thing to say, but I was at the DMV for way longer than a, sh- than a human being has to. I was there so long that I debated on ordering DoorDash to deliver food while I was waiting there. Damn. Like, I got there around 9.30 in the morning, and I left at 4.30 in the afternoon. What the fuck? Yeah. So I'm glad I took the day off work, because, like, well, I got to take the day off so I can make sure I get my license thing taken care of, so I don't want to miss any issues with it. But I literally got there at 9.30. The line wrapped around the building, or around half of the building, uh, and I stood in line, they made me fill out some stupid form in the first place, which I get because they want to make it easier to just kind of write your stuff down and pull up the information. But they had me fill it out once, and then later on they're like, oh, we have to do it on this different color paper. Here you go, and they have you fill it out again. Now, after they do that, you get inside and they say, now you have to fill out an online application because now they're doing everything online. So I'm just more confused on this whole process. And eventually I got all of it done. Um... The people who are coming in and out to fill out their applications use the same computers as the people who are doing testing for their driver's exams. So you can yeah. imagine the the kind of clashing and people moving back and forth when you have people trying to test and concentrate and people walking in and out or asking questions about, well, what's part of this application is this? Like, it's just, it was not, it's not well organized. Is there any funny part to your trip to the DMV? Is it just soul-crushing agony? It's soul-crushing agony. Although uh. I will say, there was this one woman who, uh, was talking about how the procedure is so crazy 
and then they called her number. Which, by the way, now it's not a A, and then the numbers are B. Oh, it's all fucked up. I was at the DMV like two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, they changed it to where it's your first initial, last initial, and the last four digits. Is that it? Okay. Yes. So now that's the number system you have. So instead of remembering four numbers or four things where it's like a letter and three numbers, you now have to remember specifically your initials and the last four of your phone number. So uh, eventually at one point, like people were just kind of talking back and forth. Uh, There was a couple in front of me. I guess they had gone up about an hour before I did. But they were like, yeah, we've been here since seven. The DMV didn't open until nine. So yes, let that sink in. Not to mention the shitty rules they have about if you leave the building once they've closed doors at five, even if you have a ticket, you're not allowed back in. So it's just a horrible process. I, I felt like I died inside uh, the whole time. Mm. And like I said, I was there for so much of the day. I was like, I'm going to fucking order DoorDash or something because I'm hungry. Ooh. I didn't have breakfast. I figured I'd be here for a few hours and then at most. But not a full fucking work day. Yeah, never think you're going to beat the DMV, dude. Yeah. So, that it, it, it kills me. But I will say, to finish up the story about that woman, when they called her number, she got up and said, yes! And then people started clapping. It was one of those, like, oh, yeah, that happened moments. But it, it kind of did. And that was kind of funny. Um, that was the only highlight. That and I played so many mobile games sitting in the DMV, I actually got bored of them and just sat there and did nothing for a while. So there's only so much Hearthstone and Mario Super Mario Run you can do on your phone before you just so yeah that was the DMV it was everything so crushing that I thought it would be um, but yes I did have a birthday this week it was actually yesterday um, and so this year my girlfriend my girlfriend likes to plan stuff out and do really fun birthdays and I totally appreciate her for that uh, this year though she was a little confused by my request because I said I don't want to do a damn thing I literally want to sit here. And just play some video games, eat some food that I want to eat, and then nothing else. And that's exactly what I did. I took a nap halfway through the day, just because I fucking can. And it was so good. Like, just a day of not having to do shit. So, um, yeah. And then she got me some cool gifts and stuff like that. And she decorated the apartment, because it's a tradition her family does. They decorate the apartment while I'm sleeping, so you wake up to a decorated apartment. Or- huh. A decorated living room thing. It's kind of, it, it's very sweet. Um, and so she's done it since we've been together, and I really, really appreciate it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, if you're listening, Mandy, I, I totally appreciate you, and I love you for it. Um, but, yeah, that, that was. Wait, that was you played not- video games for an entire day and didn't get God of War. Yeah. <laughs> and which leads me to my next thing. For shame. I know, I know. Um, but it does segue into my next thing. I've become a You spent that time playing WoW, didn't you? Yes, I did. You could have been doing something productive well, and not playing thing. a 10-year-old game. I am doing something productive. Are because, you? Yes, because I'm leveling up alts that I want to have ready for the new expansion. Play a game made in the last half decade, why don't you? Technically, the expansion was Expansions made aren't new games, year. they're expansions. Considering go- how much has changed If I original, Google when did World of Warcraft come out, what's the date? 2004. There's your answer. Whatever, okay. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm i an alcoholic. And Duh. It, it didn't happen like this. I used to be a single character person. That's all I did. But I started dabbling in alts, and now I've got like five 
that I'm actively working on and trying to get You don't know how it happens. Suddenly you're leveling up four characters at the same level so you can share some gear, and you're using ones to play different factions across each other, and you're at the bottom of a stair wondering how you got here, but yeah, it's it's fine. You can manage this shit. (laughs) I've been Uh... there. The thing is, though, I'm not, I don't even have anything on the alternate faction. It's all horde characters. Yeah, that's it's just different classes. That's the correct way to do it. It's eh, it's a little scary, <laughs> to say the least. Right, but, is the spice of life, man. Yeah, but it's been fun. Like I've had a lot of fun working with some other classes and kind of really appreciating certain roles and certain things that are done and things like that. So it's uh, it's good. But is yeah, it... I did that instead of I did that instead of uh, instead of what do you call it? Instead of playing God of War. Or getting it, rather. Yeah. But other than that, that's pretty much just been my week. Uh, I plan on doing some fun stuff this week. Uh, this week, well, tomorrow after class, which is my Saturday, um, I will be going to a birthday party for a one-year-old. So that will be fun. And then after that, uh, Sunday, I don't know yet. But I have friends coming over from out of town, and we're probably going to go grab some food. But that's been my week. Not much else. Fair oh, enough. and... Fortnite has taken a good chunk of my life now. In be- I'm basically alternating now between WoW and Fortnite. That's some sad existence. <laughs> that is my life now, and Fortnite is surprisingly addicting. Yeah, I just can't get into it. That's what I said at first, and the more I played it, it, it kind of drew I, me in. I bounced off in the same way I bounced off PUBG. Oh, okay. It's like, yep, this is it. Got it. Yeah. Does that mean it's time for news? I think it is time for news. <gasps> All right, news. Uh, right off the bat, we have that Total Biscuit, uh, one of the first kind of ga- major gaming YouTubers, if you will, is retiring. He's had a long, ongoing battle with um, which type of cancer is it? Uh, I'm not exactly sure, but um... cancer. He's been battling cancer for a long ass time. Yeah, and. It's not looking so good for him, and he's choosing to, well, retire. This doesn't mean he's going away completely. He's going to kind of slowly taper off. He's going to keep doing some stuff. But, yeah, he's he's had a really good run. He's outlived kind of his diagnosis many times over. He's made a lot of gotten, He's made a lot of, I think he won, like, the very first, like, big influencer award from the video game awards the first year they were out. So, yeah. Oh, uh, I found it here. It's a bowel cancer. Yeah. So, yeah, he's been battling it out since 2014, and he's done chemo and a couple different things like that. And so he's definitely put up a fight, he said. And then, unfortunately, um, he got to a point Oh, well, he was in remission for a while, which is great. And then, uh, unfortunately, it came back pretty hard, and it seems like it's reached a point where even traditional chemo won't work anymore. So it's pretty bad, and I think he was getting ready to do some... Um, what do you call it? He's going to do some like clinical trial stuff, but now his body's reached a point where um, they don't feel that even the clinical trials, the, the testing uh, medicine stuff is going to work for him as he's not healthy enough to go through it. Uh, so, it's yeah, it's rough. So he said he's still going to work on putting out some content and stuff like that because he wants to try to, basically when he leaves, uh, he wants to make sure he leaves as much as possible for his family. Yeah. So it's, it's a shame because he's, Definitely been one of the big names early on, when, like with really blown up and whatnot. So. Yeah, I've been off again, on again fan over the years, but yeah, it's it's weird because like this is gonna sound horrible, maybe. I, 
we've reached a point where some of the kind of older names in YouTube and that stuff are going to start having like medical issues or kids get in the way. Like I, I've always wondered exactly how feasible it is to run like a, a full-time Twitch channel and try and have a kid simultaneously. The two don't seem super compatible. I don't know. We wish him the best. Yeah, that we do. Well, John total biscuit Bane, we salute you and, I'd say wish you the best of luck, but wish you a best passing possible, I guess. I don't know. But I guess the next, whatever, you know, however long. May you accomplish what you wish to accomplish. Yes. and The time you have left. Speaking of time they have left, uh, Capcom is re-releasing two Mega Man games. Oh, man. I'm not a man of tact, Alex. (laughs) You know, I was thinking about making a very similar joke, but I was like, I I don't think I should. But I'm glad you did it. You will soon be able to get Mega Man X and Mega Man 2 on their respective consoles. Mega Man 2 getting re-released for the Nintendo and Mega Man X getting released for the Super Nintendo. Uh, they both come in uh, bitchin' blue Mega Man cartridges, because why the fuck not? This is kind I... of on the heels of Street Fighter 2 getting re-released by Capcom in a similar manner, so... Yeah, sure. Yeah, they look it they look really nice though. I, I really, really like I went the, the opposite uh, direction. I thought they looked like weird knockoffs because of the color. Well, I mean, yeah, they look like weird knockoffs, but I really, really like the way the uh, Mega Man X cartridge looks like. Yeah, it's okay, look, I'll give you that one. The the clear blue is nice. So what I'm seeing here is that you'll be able to play them on the Switch, or how is this gonna work? I assume it's a digital download to, to go with the Switch. Okay. I, I don't like know a, though. Yeah, huh. that's pretty fucking cool though. I like I like that like this is like a nice little hardware thing and it's just a nice. It's it's not really to play. I guess you would say it's more like that whole just the nostalgia special edition thing because it is their thirty year anniversary, right? Yeah. Oh no, they've passed it now because I think it's uh yeah, thirty it's years of Mega Man or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Eh, that's cool. I, I as a fan of Mega Man X, I don't think I'd buy it. I don't see the reason to buy it, but I will play it on, like, newer consoles, like the... Okay, so for the record, uh, to, to correct what you were saying, um, buying this will not be, like, you playable on the Switch. Yeah. But you can play it on the PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch on July 24th. Yes, because they're going to be a download, I guess, or something like that. Mega Man 2 already playable in the Mega Man Legacy Collection, so... And I guess okay. Mega Man X is coming in the Mega Man X Collection. Yeah. I, I like it. It, it looks nice, but yeah, I wish Capcom would work on other things like their games that they currently have active working on. I would kind of say what games, but the answer is Monster Hunter and Street Fighter. Well, Monster Hunter is what's doing well for them. And it's always been doing well for them. They kind of leave that thing off in the corner to do whatever the fuck that game wants. <laughs> it has always been the philosophy. Yeah. So, kudos to them for the reason yeah. that, I guess. Yeah. And for you fans out there. Well, so moving on from that to another shameless cash grab, we have Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery, something that normally wouldn't make the news as far as I'm concerned, because this is not the kind of Pokemon Go Harry Potter game. This is a game preceding that. But apparently the microtransactions in it are so fucking egregious, it's been popping up over news sites, and I don't mean just video game news sites, I mean, like, in my normal-ass news feeder for, like, real-world political news and shit. 
and economical stuff, it pops up there. That's how unbelievably bad it is. Yeah. It, I've, I've seen it come up as well, like when I haven't been looking it up, but everything I've seen so far is that the, uh, the purchasing and all, the, all that other shit that makes a mobile game a mobile game is absolutely fucking horrible. I, I think the best one I heard about is, I guess there's a situation where, like, you leave, it's like, you either have to, like, I'm not sure exactly the parallels, I'm gonna go with coma, because that's what I'm remembering, it's like, you either leave a friend in a coma and wait the time period, or pay a, or pay a fucking microtransaction. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked. I, yeah, like I said, not really much news beyond that, but it's something I'm like, that's horrible. That makes the list. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking bad, I heard. Like, really yep. fucking bad. Ugh. Yeah. Who makes this game? Is it EA? I don't know. It's I think it's it's the mobile game. Yeah, but like, there's got to be a publisher. Uh... Oh, Jam City. Jam City and Port Key Games. Yeah, those, those sound like legitimate companies I don't want anything to do with. Yep. So, well, everyone's got to cash in on the smash and grab, and so that's yep. the company doing it. Yep. Yep. Although I, I think... It's pissing off multiple angles here because you've mentioned that like they're his they're like oh this is story, yeah, there's like lore histori- inaccuracies there's like lore inaccuracies in the game like it's it's all kinds of fucked but like it's one of those ones where I put it on here initially being like oh people are mad about that followed up by actually no people are really mad about the fucking microtransactions because that's fucking egregious yeah yeah I think I, I don't know what which which people do you think are more mad the mobile game players or the people who are just upset about the lore. I assume you're only playing this game if you kind of care about the lore to a certain extent. Like, uh, Pokemon Go was driven by kind of a fun sense of kid nostalgia stuff. This is kind of by the fans for the fans and what its scope is. So the idea that the two groups are mutually exclusive, it's like, no, these are these are people mad about the lore and mad about microtransactions. For instance, I recently downloaded a game called Choices because it's constantly being up advertised on my Instagram feed, and it was oh, this game can't be that shitty, and it's pretty fucking shitty, but it's got great moments of like, oh, pay us money now to progress the story. No, I'm just gonna close this shit. <laughs> Fuck that. But at the same time, it makes you realize how uncomfortably much is money. So how easily you could monetize the Telltale game factor for just two extra dollars. You can see how this action plays out. Or wait six hours and not care ever again. Yep. Speaking of the polar opposite of that reaction, though, the uh, did you catch the new Red Dead Redemption trailer? I did, and man, does that look good. Oh, I went the opposite direction. You didn't like it? I didn't like this trailer. I thought the last one was way cooler. This really? one was like, oh, yeah, here's John Marston, and like, yup, it's Red Dead. And I'm sitting there going like, I don't care about this trailer. In fact, you've like slightly made me not want your game now with this trailer. Really? I don't know. I liked it. It's something about it. Just, I'm like, I I fucking love Redemption 1, and I I love both Red Dead Redemptions, actually, because there is another Red Dead Redemption game out there. It's Red Dead Revolver. That's the best one so far. But it's got some problems, and yeah, but... I, I, I guess I loved how fucking sinister the last one was, and... I hated the Dutch story arc of Red Dead Redemption 1. So the fact it's like, here's the story arc. I'm like, no, I don't really care about this at all. It still looks fucking great, but I, I'm now like, okay, yeah, maybe actually maybe we'll wait to buy this game. Well, I'm also reading that it's a, it's a prequel. 
Yeah. Yeah, because I have I haven't played the first Red Dead Redemption. Mandy has it. She's fucking loved. First one's a great game. Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. She she fucking loves it. But yeah, this is supposed to take place in 1889. Yeah, and people or are 1899. Like, yeah, it, it takes place a sizable chunk of time before the game you're familiar with, if you will. And yeah. like the trailer's like, oh, here's fucking. Like, people are like, oh shit, it's John Marston in the trailer. And I'm like, oh great, it's John Marston in the trailer. Eh. <laughs> Whatevs. I know how John Marston's story ends. Yeah. <laughs> I played that story already. This new guy who's fucking dual wielding as a motherfucker, he seems cool in my book. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's out there. It uh, More importantly, Red Dead Redemption comes out October 26th. Yep, which actually works out because it's, it's shortly after uh, my I, girlfriend's birthday. I was personally really hoping they'd have the stones to go out and try and like pit it up against World of Warcraft expansion. No, I don't know. That's, that's a bold move. But I mean, then again, it's the, Rockstar. The they can do that move. That's true. If they anyone can go head to head with a Blizzard game, it's fucking Rockstar. This is true. All right, I'll give you that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Speaking of other uh, probable successes, uh, God of War, the, the new God of War, sold 3.1 million copies in three days. It is now the fastest selling PS4 exclusive. Not surprising at all. I, it really shouldn't be. That game is fucking great. Absolutely not fucking surprising at all. Not that at game, all. I've heard nothing but good things about yeah, it. Yeah, and the bad things I've heard about it are kind of like, okay, so you wouldn't like a God of War game anyway. Got it. Or, the game's too hard. There's an easy mode. It's in the menu. But I digress. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of other holy shit moments, uh, holy shit, Beyond Good and Evil 2 might actually be a real thing because there is some kind of gameplay footage out there. It shows the lady with the afro doing kind of cool Beyond Good and Evil shit, so fuck me for being that that game's never fucking coming out. Yeah. Well, you think we'll see anything at E3? I... If we had not seen this, no. But we have now seen this, so yes. They will show something because I'm not sure what else Ubisoft might show. Mm-hmm. Like, I I think the narrative with this game right now is Beyond Good and Evil doesn't fucking exist. Anyone can make a trailer. It's cute you guys did that thing last year. I think you have to show something just to make people like me shut the fuck up. Because we will sit there and roll our eyes at Ubisoft all day going, Oh yeah, Beyond Good and Evil 2. <laughs> New Duke Nukem forever. <laughs> Let's not bring up that other one you just said right now. Let's We're going to bring it up bring later, up. I think. No. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, so, next on our list, um, were you ever involved in the PUBG item trading? Uh, not trading, but I have bought some stuff that other people had sure. that I really wanted. That, yeah. Well, so, PUBG, not Steam, has put a halt to the ability to trade items in PUBG. Because, shock and awe... It was being used for some illegal-ass shit, and people were selling stuff online for big money. Really? Well, I mean, that's it makes sense, because I remember seeing there were some jackets, like stuff you can't yeah. get anymore, for like hundreds of thousands, or well, hundreds of dollars, but also in the thousands yeah. for some things. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. But, I mean, it was an exclusive thing, so yeah, I can so understand that. The Steam marketplace is not affected, but this is, this is aimed to combat kind of third-party item-selling sites. 
a thing that could be used in kind of a similar way that, oh, say, the CSGO uh, item betting stuff was used. Yeah. Yeah? I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of weird, I guess. I don't really, I mean, the Steam Marketplace is still there, so people can still use that, I guess. Yeah, but, but getting real money out of that's much harder. Out of the Steam Marketplace? Yeah. Oh. Like, this was like, so you could pay fucking PayPal and get it out there easy. I think the mm. Steam Marketplace is once it's in, it's in. Like, you can't withdraw the money. You can only use it as, like, a balance. Oh, okay. I've never sold or bought anything ever off Steam Marketplace, so I don't know. Yeah. Moving on from that to some slightly troubling news, if you will. Uh, Nintendo has a new president inbound, and he has some things to say. Mostly that Nintendo is fucking missing out on over a hundred billion or nine hundred million yen, or sorry, bucks and nine hundred, hundred billion yen or nine hundred million dollars in mobile shit. Wow. Incoming president's name is uh, Shutaru Fukuawa. He's the first Nintendo president to have grown up playing on Nintendo consoles. That's a fun thing to know about. Allegedly, he speaks fluent English, so he could be an E3 presence again. But the guy has gotten out there saying, we need to be in that mobile shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, considering, well, it's going to be weird. Because even though technically they don't own Pokemon Go in a weird way, because that's Dynantic, um, there was a lot of craze for that stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo started to lean more and more into the mobile market. Yes, I mean, but the one dabbled. fear is Nintendo has three mobile games out there right now. Only one of them is good, and it's not great true like even super mario run which you're playing it's not a great game it's okay it's okay at best yeah and the uh animal crossing game a game that should have been a fucking home run is pretty not great i've heard different i've heard good things it's really microtransaction-y ah well that'll do it yeah See, if they had offered a thing like where they don't do microtransactions but you do a one-time purchase like with mario run I think that would be a lot better. But then you're leaving money on the table, man. Yeah, but you're probably guaranteeing better sales across the board. I don't know. Like, if the, the numbers of how micro, how microtransaction works for that shit, it's not about getting you to pay 10 bucks once. It's about getting, it's not about getting 100 people to do that once. It's about getting one guy to spend, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's about them whales. That's true. Well, they, don't they also have Fire Emblem? Yeah. That's the one good one. Ah, okay. Well, if they release more games like Fire Emblem, it's not then great. Maybe it's well. it's only good. It's the best of the three in public opinion. All it needs to be is good and profitable. Yeah, doesn't have to be great. It's a mobile game. All it needs to be is good and profitable. Indeed. That's it. Unfortunately, yes. So and last, yeah. No, that's something. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yes. But last but definitely not least on our news list this week, um, we have another confirmation for Soul Calibur Six characters. If this had been anyone else, I wouldn't have bothered putting it on here, but we have confirmed that Taki, not shitty knockoff Taki, is confirmed for Soul Calibur Six. She returns with questionable skin-tight bodysuit and boob physics galore. As a Taki main, I am super happy to see Taki back. She's got the mask, which is cool, and she gets, like, crazy ninjutsu tattoos over her when she does ninjutsu moves, so it's... I'm really excited about Super uh, about Soul Calibur 6. 
after how fucking good Tekken 7 was, this could also be really fucking good. And they're bringing back the characters I care about, not bullshit knockoff disciple Taki. Oh, right, so to explain some, Soul Calibur 5, the last entry, had a bunch of characters that played exactly the same as beloved characters, but yeah. were like bullshit reskins. Uh-huh. And people were not happy. Was and Taki one of them? Taki was one of them. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I played the older one, so I know she was in the older game. Yes. Um, she was, uh, she's was. she been around since, I think, the beginning. Yeah. She's a fun character. She was always kind of... She's all kicky because... and fast. and she can, yeah. she can close that distance. And she can jump really fucking high and far, yep. which is interesting for those sets of characters. Yep. I was more of a Savantes player, personally. I like the pirate guy with the two swords. But, uh... Oh, and Valdo, because he was just scary. Yeah, he... Mashers love that character. He wasn't a masher-friendly character? Yes, he is. Valdo? Yeah. No, there were way more mashier characters. No, it's Valdo. Huh. He is the um, Eddie or Christie of that game. <laughs> oh, no. If you want to talk about... Yeah, those are the pinnacle of mash characters. He plays exactly the same way. Oh. Maybe I remember him differently. He is the Capoeira mother... Like, good play with him is good play, but like you can fucking... like. Rub your face on that controller and do some Baldo shit. Hmm. Alright, alright, I see you. I got it. Yeah. Well, they haven't announced Baldo yet, have they? I don't think so, but they can't do that game without Valdo, so... That's true. Well, that game is looking to be pretty cool. I, If that game is on par with Tekken 7, like, in, like, refining what people fucking loved about that game and, like, giving it to you... That game's gonna be real good. Like if they're gonna do it, some of the bullshit five implemented, and like, as much as I love four, that game was fucking bullshit. Like three is maybe where that franchise started to go off the rails a little bit. And if if you can give me a real good kind of like this is fucking Soul Calibur, no frills, I would be very into that game. Soul Calibur three was the one with Link, right? Two was with Link. Who had three? Was three Vader and Yoda? Three was the one only on PS2, and Vader and Yoda was in four. Okay. So three. who was the character in three? Because they always have like some sort of special guest character. Oh. Was it Kratos? That was, was four or five. Um, who was the guest character in three? Uh, I'm going to look it up now. Maybe there wasn't one. Hey, Hachi, Spawn, and Link were two. Three they added to Salomel and Rock Comos? Who? Komos, Cosmos, Cosmos is the name of the character. The fuck does he look like? Uh, one of the main protagonists from Xenosaga. Uh, originally it was gonna be Dante from Devil May Cry, but he was scrapped. Um. Yeah. Oh, and turns out two had multiple characters. So they had Link. Yeah, there was three, there was three different versions. Yeah, for the GameCube, yep. Hikachi Mishima for PlayStation Two, and then Spawn was for the Xbox version. Yeah, I, I so, just said that. Trying to see what other ones here. Still count before yeah. And there apparently there was an apprentice character. Star Killer? Because I knew you said Yoda and Vader. Oh, that was in four. four. Huh. Uh, yeah, I five think you're wrong about who the guest character for three was. No, I'm looking at it right now on, on their Wiki page. It's this guy named Cosmos from Xenosaga. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll show you. I'm looking it up now. She's some sort of android or some shit like that. I do not remember her at fucking all in three. <laughs> Neither do I. I don't That's think she like, was what? in three. That seems like a two. Uh, that seems like a four or a five. No. Two was the one with the, the yeah, Heihachi, Link, and Spawn, like you were saying. And then, yeah, four had the Star Wars-themed one. Oh, okay, so it's, 
Got it. Okay, okay. So it's not... That was when I added custom characters in. So that game had a bunch of you could make your own kind of characters based off some default ones. Cosmos could be made in the creative soul parts. Gotcha. She was not. Uh, she was not. She was not like a, a, unlike a Spawn, Darth Vader, and other guest characters. She was not just selectable from the title screen. Okay. Yeah. No, I, okay. Because so I'm like, I know she wasn't on the title screen. I'm like, I, I know that title screen well. I played fucking everyone. And that was the last good one before they had, like, broken-ass guest characters. Yeah, because I guess, well, in Soul Calibur Broken Destiny, they had Kratos, and then Soul Calibur V had en- uh, Enzio from Assassin's Creed yep. 2. And he was good. And then, he was not totally broken. It was four that had fucking bullshit Yoda. Yeah, and then Devil Jin was also apparently in, as a character creation exclusive stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then apparently, this might make you a little bit happy. Uh, Bayonetta from Sega's Bayonetta series was considered, but she was scrapped due to her. If she's not in the game, she's not in the game, and therefore I'm not happy. Soul Calibur Six has uh, Geralt so far. Yeah, the only special character they announced. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see if they add more. Geralt, not Geralt. Geralt, <laughs> I said it wrong. My bad. <laughs> As a Witcher fan, I take great Ger- uh, Geralt the Witcher. Hi, I'm Ger- <laughs> I'm Jared the Witcher. It's not a very Witcher ass name. Eh. <laughs> well, Geralt will be there in six. Yeah. That does it for this week's news, which brings us to our main topic. And as we come up on the uh, summer doldrums, Alex came up with the idea that maybe we should talk about the topic of games we've come back to. I, I know we've talked about in the past about games we returned to a bunch. Um, like you had uh, me with Brutal Legend and Jeff with he fucking plays every Resident Evil 4 that has ever come out kind of situation. But the idea of a game you kind of put down or come back to, or in my case, like the fact that every like nine months I go and like fire up Eve and go, yup, that's Eve, and then walk away again, struck yeah. me as not a bad idea for a to- for like, let me be blunt, we're not going to have a lot of great talks between now and the end of E3, because this is what happens every goddamn year, and then June happens, and that's the last of video game stuff until like August 30th. So, yeah, strap in, uh... I'll let you kick this one off, Alex. All right. So this, I mean, obviously this has been coming up because we've been kind of dabbling in newer games, and then we kind of go back and reference old ones. Yep. Like I know you've talked a lot about um, what's that one that's supposed to, like it's better than Destiny? Warframe? Oh, Warframe. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Every four months, I go back and play some Warframe and go, man, I wish I liked this game more. Yeah. Like so. So today's topic more revolves around the idea of like. We've gone back and played some games that we kind of just disappeared from and whether or not they have actually improved quite a bit or if they've either just gotten worse and you regret going back to play them. So that's kind of just our topic. We can go back and visit some of our old archive of games and say, well, this has been better. I went back to visit and whatnot. And so I figured it'd be a fun idea because like Charlie said, that he's been jumping in back and forth on a few older games. And I recently did that with the division. So figured it'd be a nice little fun topic for us to jump into. So I guess I'll just open up and say the one I already mentioned was The Division. Um, I know you and I talked about The Division in some considerable length back in the day when it was new and yeah. hot on the market. And, like, that game we had We covered its extensively problems. its ongoing dumpster fireness. Yeah. It, it was pretty bad. I mean, from the, uh, was it? The, the hacking, saved, the item yeah, issues, the, yeah. The bullet sponges that these enemies were. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, this is a thing. But um, having said that, um, recently we did a story about the division. 
couple of podcasts back, and I figured, well, let me go back and check it out, because it sounds like there's a couple of good changes. And I have been pleasantly surprised by going back to the... Um, there's been a lot of fun stuff that I really enjoyed. Uh, leveling was a little bit smoother now. Like, I actually can enjoy it more. Um, not everything was a goddamn bullet sponge. But you still need to be a little bit, like, smart in your approach to things. So it doesn't reward bad gameplay, which is nice. But it also doesn't punish you for trying to be good and then just getting screwed over. So um, it's it's been good. I, I've, I've been pleasantly surprised by diving back into that. Um, they've had a couple new game modes. Obviously, when, when the game released, you had the Dark Zone, which was the, their, I guess it's the first Battle Royale-esque type of setup for a game. Yeah, no. Not even close. It, it has kind of some things. Not exactly where you drop into it, but it's like it's a, basically a free PvP zone. I, I will give you that. It's an active PvP zone. Like, yeah. if you want to get real, like nitty gritty, it's like no. The the like one of the first real popular full PvP zones was WoW on a PvP server, technically. Mm, but I meant more like the battle royale, like that we have now with like PUBG and Fortnite. You don't. It's that's not the same way for the Dark Zone. The Dark Zone isn't like. You die and you get kicked. It's you die and you lose your loot. Yeah. Well, I guess in a way it's similar, but either way, like it's it's the PvP kind of aspect of it. But they've added a bunch of new stuff to it as well. Like, um, one of the things I really enjoyed was there's this, like, mode where you land in, in the town, or in New York, so to speak, but now there are things like diseases that affect you. Um, there are things now where, like, if it's too cold, your body temperature drops below a certain point and you can That's die. That's a mode. Yeah. It's a new mode, and it's actually pretty fucking cool. Like, there's a lot of little fun strategy. Like, you have to literally scavenge around and find things and all that. And it was it was a fun mode. I actually played it out pretty far where you have to work. You actually have to work your way into the dark zone as part of that that whole thing. And you have about an hour yep. to change to do it. So, um, all while keeping track of making sure you have warmer clothes to stay warm. Obviously, um, you get uh, you have to keep track of like your diseases because you have this one disease that slowly start to eat away at you and if you don't either neutralize it or keep it in check it will kill you um obviously like crafting like it actually makes a big emphasis on trying to craft stuff together as you're working your way through it so um it's it, it's a really fun mode and apparently there are two modes for that there's a pvp or pve mode where you're playing along and you can talk to other players who are there but you can't kill them or a pvp based one where once you get into the dark zone you can kill another player who's going through the that mode, steal their stuff, and then kind of progress forward. But it's kind of an extra layer of kind of fun, so yeah. to speak, when it comes to that. So um, between that and kind of doing some of the more quests or the quests they have in that game and working my way through, it has been a lot of fun. I, I, I have to say I haven't jumped too much into it, um, but I have definitely dabbled in it more than before because I actually downloaded the damn thing and installed it. But it has been a lot of fun. I think um, it's one of those games where you come back and, They've definitely addressed the issues, and, and they've taken a look, and overall, I'm very impressed with where they went with it. That's good, I suppose. Yeah. So, uh, I, that'll be my good one, so go ahead, and you can share your good one, and then we can talk about ones we went back and played, maybe we're not, so... <sighs> Do you have a good one? I'm not sure I have a bad one, necessarily. Like, I don't... I... Like, I went back and played Destiny last week. I didn't bother talk about because I'm like, yep, this is Destiny, whatever. I... Like, I keep going back to Eve because there's something there I find fascinating. Like, I went back to WoW, and I'm like, yeah, this was cool. I think I'm done with WoW again for a little bit. I I don't have quite a scorched earth policy. Like, I 
I keep going back to Warframe. But I go back to Warframe when I want that kind of highly repetitive, grindy game. And yeah, I, I don't know. It's there's a couple games like actively stewing right now that I really want to come to fruition. I like I want Star Citizen to be a more active game at the end of the day because I think I get really lost into that. I, I like Anthem looks kind of cool, and also with all this kind of anti loot box stuff going on right now, it might get forced to be good. I like the Division Two is kind of cool in my book. I like I've I've gone back to the Division a couple times and been like, yep, this is. The Division, I've not been back in almost, like, a year at this point. Like, I think I went back for that first DLC thing they did, and it was, okay, yeah, I can see the potential here, and I don't care if this, but... Are you intrigued enough to go back and do some of the... Like, for for example, for The Division, since you said you went back to kind of play that. Are you interested in actually doing some of the other content that's there? No. Or are you just kind of... No? I... That game, when I, when I last back, still wasn't what I wanted to be. Like, the fact that... We spend so much time being like they fixed the bullet sponge issue. That game at launch had some real issues that I bounced off of real hard, and I it, it it's really hard for me to get over kind of my general like eh I'll play the sequel. Mm. Like I do not care about the division anymore in some ways. Like there's there's a reason we stopped making sure we had news about it. Like, it stopped being fun. Where I'm like. Yeah, I don't care about this game enough to even bother talking about its failures or successes. Like, like it's not news. The people still playing it are still like really fucking into it, and they already know this shit. And yeah, I, it, it the fact they've kept it up, they've kind of managed to patch it this many times and have worked on it this much. That's impressive and respectable. But like, when I got away from that game and spent some time thinking about it, I'm like, I don't actually like this game that much. Mm-hmm. Like, it's. Like, Ghost Recon Wildlands is a game I keep trying to go back to, but I'm like, I also didn't like Wildlands that much because, like, solo mode in that game was dumb and OP, and playing with people in that game, people fucking sucked. You got a bad group. You got a real shitty bad group. I only did a little bit of Wildlands, but I I did want to jump back into it more because it did seem like it was pretty good. Yeah, like, for honor, it's... Reality is, I don't walk away from a game until I've kind of done my time with it. I... Like, Warframe is the weird exception where I'll keep going back to it, but I also only go back after, like, nine, ten months and Destiny or something equivalent has disappointed me. Like, it's the, in theory, I should have finished up with God of War and, like, okay, I guess it's time for Warframe again, but no, it's like, now I'm going to keep poking at, like, Frostpunk and maybe actually go and play Destiny because they have a major DLC coming up soon. And I I don't know, like, fucking Pod Racing just came out for PC on GOG. Maybe I'll check that shit out before I go back and play more Warframe. Like, it's the... Warframe is always there in progress, and it's kind of fashion-y. Like, I, like I even stopped playing Monster Hunter just because I kind of lost track of time on it, and I fell far enough behind the curve where it's like, yeah, I'll get back to it eventually, but I don't know. I, I, I had a good time with that game. I've beaten... Like, if I go back, I'm going to have to get really good at the game again so I can beat the kind of final story boss, if you will, and then it will be like fucking time for high rank shit. And I'll be like, yep, I don't know if I have 20 hours a week to devote to this game because like we have some good shit coming out. Like, I know it sounds dumb, but I'm really excited to play Pod Racer again because I fucking loved that game. Like, I don't have lots of like fond memories from back then, but I'm like, nah, that game was solid. And I think it, it will age well because it was bad graphically then. Yeah, I. I, yeah, I, I don't revisit lots of stuff. Like, WoW was probably the biggest thing, and it wasn't like 
I didn't stop playing WoW because it was bad or whatever. I stopped playing WoW because I just wasn't enjoying my time with it. And like, WoW was cool. I'm like, yeah, this Death Knight's pretty sweet. And yeah, Northrend's real cool on Mr. Pandaria. Pretty cool. And that's all I cared about playing. Like, I don't super care about Legion, it turns out. It's not a story sector I care about. Like, like if I could just keep playing in Northrend and, and the Pandaria region, that's all I'd have done. It's like, oh, I'm, I've leveled out of these zones? Yeah, I care less. Well, I mean, I guess maybe because I played, I played WoW a lot longer, but I do really yeah. enjoy going back into it. I mean, I, I disappear from WoW for periods of time, too. Yeah. It, More even so because I don't raid actively anymore with, like, a guild and all that. So, which yeah, I any fun. game you play 100-plus hours of, you do it in, like, ebbs and flows, typically. Like, it, I don't know, like, part of me is, like, maybe I should replay Persona this summer, but I'm like, no, you should not do that because eventually Crimson is going to be a thing, or they're, they're gonna do an enhanced version of Persona 5 eventually, and, like, won't it be cool if that's your new Game Plus version? That's true. But who knows? Maybe they won't, and I'll be like, ah, fuck, I'll do a new Play Game Plus eventually. I, I don't know. Like, it's the... I, God of War may be the perfect example where, like, I have played that game, there is stuff I could do more in that game, but, like, I feel my time with that game is, like, for now at least, very complete. Like, the stuff I left with whipping out in the wind, like, it's not major plot stuff or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I got what I wanted out of this game. I saw the ending. It was a fucking rad ending. I'm happy with it. Like, I did a bunch of side shit. I'm happy with the amount of side shit I did. I played, like, 30 hours of this game. I'm good. Since you brought up Persona, I actually thought about picking up Persona 5. Because I saw it it's on good. a really stupid good sale. Persona 5 like is good. A, yeah. I, I might I just, hazard against playing it because once we finish 3, we'll, or, or Golden will probably go up to 5. Keep that true. ball rolling, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, the only thing stopping us from playing more Persona 3, or Persona Golden is I don't have a recording studio right now, and that will eventually be fixed, and then we're going to fucking play more Persona. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to jumping into some more of that. Um, I did definitely have a blast doing that, especially because I'm curious if there's anything in the sink now or the fridge. Yo, it's been I, way too I, long since I I've know, checked. I know. It's been way too long since I've checked. I know. <laughs> you goddamn monster. <laughs> oh. But yeah, um, so here's, since you brought up Destiny earlier, I don't feel the need to really go back to play Destiny unless a lot more stuff is fixed. Like, I don't feel like the changes they're coming out with for yeah. for Warmind. I'm kind of really with you. Like, stuff. it's, I I want to know, I guess is the answer. Like, it's the, in the short time I played Destiny 2, I still, I am going back to PS2. I do not like that game on PC, I have learned. I love it on PC. I, you like PC, you did not play as much Destiny 1 as I did on PS4. Like, it's the, that game feels fundamentally better to me with a controller. Well, you can't use a controller on your uh, on the PC version. Yeah, it's just you... different, I guess. Like it's, I could, I, I could, I, I don't know. It's you could even hook up a PS4. Yes, and I've done that. That's how I played it a bunch on PC. I, oh, okay, that's actually a very valid point. I could do that. I don't know. I, I have more friends that still play it on PS4. I guess so. I, I don't know, and I, like, I can't even tell you why I want to go back and see it. It's like, I, why do you want to see the new DLC? Because I paid for it? Like, it it came in my collector's edition? Yeah, this is true. I mean, granted, I mean, it is that. I remember, I mean, hell, I have it for both console and... Yeah, it's like, 
PC, but yeah, it's the awkward moment of like I have a podcast. It's something to talk about. Like it's like, are you actually curious though? Eh, I don't know. Like I I don't know what actually curious about Destiny is at this point. Like that's it's so exhausted at this point. It's like, can you be actually curious about Destiny anymore? I don't know. Let's find out. Yeah, I don't. I think my curiosity for two is gone for now. Yeah, I, I think that's a very fair and valid reaction to have at that point. It's like I, I think people are still curious about Destiny. Or like the number of fucking um, I've seen a bizarre kind of uptick of like the death of Destiny analytical YouTube videos and shit. Where it's like it's not dead. People are still playing it. It's just not Destiny 1, which I get. Like, that game fucking set the world on fire in a weird way. It should have been a lot more than what it is. But... Yeah, it, it it's the typical, like, they fucking flubbed a... They, they flubbed a thing. This happens all the goddamn time. I I don't know. Like, it's... I, I want to be less pessimistic on this one, but it's like, nope, yeah, I, nope. Yeah, it, it, it's hard to be, like... And the thing is, I really enjoyed when you showed, introduced me to the original Destiny. Like, we played a couple... Yeah, uh, I, I stand know. by that's a better game than Destiny 2 is. I would be inclined to agree with you, even though I didn't get a chance to play all of it. Like, I still hear people talking about how Destiny 1 was really good. Yeah, I, the, the beyond that, the promise of what Destiny 1 was bringing to the table was, like, an, was an interesting thing. It was an addictive, like... Man, they could go so many places from here. They got some cool shit going on. And I don't know. If they make a Destiny 3, I'll probably buy it. Unless I don't, I don't know. I, I may be in the in the ballpark of I'm gonna be a little bit cautious. Yeah, definitely. I I would not buy the crazy edition of Destiny 2 I bought for Destiny 3. Yeah. I think I'd be in the similar boat to be honest. Just because like I was super hyped that it was coming to PC. Like I I, I own the about fucking it. Destiny 2 like backpack edition. Yeah, I Yes. Now, would you okay, now that being said, because you blew a lot of cash to get that version, do you consider that to be your version of my Duke Nukem statue? No. No. I, I there was a point in time where I genuinely enjoyed Destiny 2. Like I, it's unlike Duke Nukem Forever, like it, and the reality is the backpack's kind of cool. I use the backpack for stuff. It's it's a sweet-ass backpack at the end of the day. It's very kind of, like, <laughs> fanboyish, but it's a cool backpack nonetheless. Like, it's a it's kind of a fun Guardians Never Die thing. If you're out in public and someone gets it, like, ah, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a sucker too. <laughs> we actually have an email on that topic we'll get to later, so I'm going to halt that one for now. But, yeah, I... I I don't only really go back to games, and when I do go back to games, it's for the channel. Like we, like we revisited Jade Empire. We started doing a playthrough of that, and like I fucking love Jade Empire. But there's no reason to, for me to go back and play Jade Empire except to shoot videos. Like maybe that's the answer. Like I only revisit shit when I shoot video for it. Okay, and that's fair. I mean, like, after all, you're on a YouTube. Channel. Yeah, like it's that's video games that's my excuse to revisit games I love. It's like no, it's like let's fucking play a game. That I have like a lot to say about, like fucking brutal legend, our first ever video, and when we will redo at some point was done because I'm like I fucking love brutal legend. I got some shit to say. I can talk a lot about it. Like we we can go some places with it. There's lots of stuff wrapped up in it. Like it's got some depth that isn't apparent unless you know a lot about metal history and shit like that. Let's mm -hmm. go with that game. And yeah, I'll play. I, I, I'll replay brutal legend every couple of years, but at the same time. 
I wouldn't call that revisiting or returning to it. It's like, oh, it's still Brutal Legend. I play this game for the soundtrack, and it's hilarious plot and stuff. Okay. Well, I mean, I, when I figured revisiting, I meant games that are still kind of actively being played. No, and, and that's my point. Like, it's... Like, Borderlands 2 I went back to on and off again, but, like, WoW's probably the first major one in a long time, and that was still me being like, oh, haha, I'm playing WoW again. Yeah. Yeah, I'm playing WoW. Okay. Maybe it's time to stop playing WoW. I don't know. <laughs> um, hmm. I mean, I, I guess all of mine are kind of games that have already been out for a bit. I think the only ones that I would say maybe I've gone back to replay just for the sake of replaying them just for funsies maybe would be like Wakabele, which is a fun game and i actually went back and played that a while ago but it was mainly because i was playing two-player with mandy yeah and it was fun business is replaying at that point like it's yeah you're, you're not stepping back into something totally new and like i personally love that feeling of stepping back into something and being like what the fuck has changed and why do i have all these alerts and holy shit i have so much mail i I went back to Guild Wars 2 at one point because I make good choices in life, I guess. I don't fucking know. I did that too like, a while back, actually. Yeah. And it was I did that a while back before their new expansion came out, and it was, it was actually kind of cool, but I had never hit max level, so I don't really know what that's like yeah, as far as that I, game goes. It, my reaction to that was like, why am I not just playing World of Warcraft again? Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to play this. Like, Let's play the better one, kind of. Well, I mean, it is nice because it's, it's, it's once they, once you've bought it, it's yours. Yes, that is nice. So, but yeah, other than that, I haven't really done too many revisits. Like I said, the, the biggest one for me was the division, not long. And yeah, that feeling of coming in and a bunch of stuff has changed, and you've got mail stuff coming in, and yeah, all that was definitely interesting. But I have to say, it was um, it was it was fun. I like it. I, I guess like a, a weird example you could go with is um, I did the I, I played through um Diablo three on PS four the kind of the normal way they did a no death run on it and. I'm like, earlier the Necromancer came in. You're like, oh shit, the Necromancer's awesome. I'm like, I should, like, I fucking bought the Necromancer DLC, proceeded to play five minutes of that game, and then it was like, eh, no, I don't really care anymore, actually. I'm done. I don't want to play this game, it turns out. I did play the Necromancer for a few seasons uh, when it came out for Diablo 3. Yeah, I'm talking like an hour or two of Necromancer, and then me being all, okay, yeah, I beat this game twice already. I don't care. Oh, but there's seasons now, man. I really don't care about that. I don't care about competitive Diablo. Well, I mean, you can do competitive if you want, but, like, there's a, there's an aspect of, like, the replayability, I guess, of yeah. seasons, which is kind of a lore. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it, but, like, there was only a certain point where it's like, okay, well, the meta's changing now. This is what you need. If you don't have this class, you're kind of fucked when it comes to the meta. Oh, don't confuse I'm not knocking it. Like, that's not me saying, like, it's shit. It's just me being like, I have no interest in this. <laughs> Oh no, no, I I, I I get you there. I was just referring to like, it, that's pretty much the what my reason was for eventually kind of stepping away from it. It was fun for a few seasons, and it's like, well, this is the meta now. I don't really play with other people, so if I'm not running the ideal single player meta, I'm just gonna stop. So, and that was kind of the thing. But yeah, no, I mean for what it's worth, it was nice. But yeah, unless you have some sort of draw or tie to Diablo, there's not really a point for people saying. Yeah, I. I, yeah, like I go back to the revisiting thing. I'll step back at a start citizen every couple months and be like, "This a game yet? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, be I'll be back, back in four time. months. My ships still look pretty. That's it. <laughs> you got any more of those live streams coming soon? We are cool. I'll be there. You not play the games <laughs> some more? Fuck no. 
<laughs> no, but I'll watch the the, the the dev post thing. That'll be fun. Yeah. I'll see them new ships. Are you going to buy a new ship? Fuck no. <laughs> I already spent way too much money on this game that may or may not ever come out. But that Hercules looks real cool. Indeed it does. And that EMP ship also looks real cool. But I'm not in the market for a new solid state hard drive. Yeah, I, like, I spent more time in that game logging in to look at my ship and be like, that's a good ship I bought. And then not playing it again for four months than anything else. <laughs> That's still a cool-ass ship. I don't regret that money. Okay, a little bit I regret that money, but maybe this game will come out someday and I'll have this cool-ass ship. <laughs> Freelancer for life, yo. I still have to check that game out. At some point. No, you don't! It's not out! Don't check it out! Like, Okay. <laughs> maybe, we'll do, maybe we'll do a live stream at some point where you are on my account, but like, the reality is don't spend money like I did, idiots, like, stupidly, in games that aren't out. Like, like the idea of spending money in a alpha version of a game is dumb that I totally fell for and like do I enjoy whenever I play that game? Sure. Would I say you should fucking check out this game? Eh? I don't know. Like it's not a game yet. It's still baking and they still keep ch tweaking stuff and like they keep adding stuff it's like oh we did this that's super fucking cool and the game is still not out. Okay. <laughs> what about other things? Other things don't matter yet. That frame rate is real bad in this patch. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we have any other games. To pick. I, I mean, I've kind of gone through my little list of games that I've been doing. Yeah, I, I don't have much to say. Like, I, 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 like, Eve is the weird one where it's like, huh, what's going on with Eve this month? Oh, Eve is still unplayable for me. Got it. Wish I could play this game. It seems interesting. Definitely not cool, but interesting. Yeah, I, I, couldn't, find a, I couldn't find the will to try Eve out. I I don't get far on Eve like I'm like my ship is perpetually mining an asteroid right now. Mm. Yeah. Don't know. Don't know. That about does it for our main topic though, I think, unless you have anything else you want to pile on. Uh no. I, yeah. I think I'm pretty well off on what I've got there. But that means it's time for email. Yeah. And we got email this week. Oh, we got email. We got email for days, or at least the rest of the podcast. Oh, this will be good. Let's, yeah. let's go. <laughs> uh, before we get going, though, if you want to reach us or send an email in, you send it to wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. What's that email again, Alex? Uh, I believe it is uh, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Wickedawesomecast as gmail at, uh, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com, not at dot com. As I was about to say, that'd be the wrong thing. Down in the show <laughs> notes, spelled as it sounds, it's on the website, I think, unless I that up again the show notes are working because i tested them the other day all that stuff is fixed so you have no excuses anymore it's not hard anymore but yeah we got some emails they're okay i think but they're great they're what do we got what do we got uh, which one to start with um you want loot boxes god of war uh duke nukem forever relating or labo uh let's start with loot boxes that's always fun. Let's find that one. Um, hey, Wicked Awesome Cast. Since loot boxes seem to be an ongoing topic these days, I've been playing. I've been paying special attention to the times whenever this topic comes up. Whenever this topic makes its way onto the news, sorry. If yeah, if you're curious, yeah, if you're curious, this topic sort of started with Battlefront Two and has gone back and forth since then. Recently, it seems like there's the stance has started to be a little more flexible and in recent podcasts. Charlie even mentioned that he has changed his mind on this topic some. 
To me, this seems to be a pretty binary topic, meaning loot boxes are bad, but at the same time, some points that have that I never thought of get raised every time the topic comes up in a news in news, which I do not necessarily disagree with. So wicked awesome cast without the without, without having to talk around a news topic that changes the conversation some. Can you summarize and spend some time really explaining your stance on loot boxes at this point? I promise I'm not some marketing guy attempting to mine your uh, you for ideas. Just let's really appreciate a more collective thought on the loot box topic. Hmm. Well, uh, I'll just jump into this one here really quick. I'm all okay with loot boxes if the items in the loot box are things that are purely cosmetic. So if it's the thing like where it changes the way you look or whatever, then it, that's cool. If you're locking actual character progression inside loot boxes that's randomized chance is when I'm absolutely against it. Yeah, and I I feel the same way I feel about loot boxes that I feel about like alcohol, marijuana, and cigarettes. None of them are good at the end of the day, but I don't really give a fuck so long as they're not like like as long as they're not that negatively impacting the game, I'm fine with them. Like again, as long as they're cosmetics or don't actively matter, whatever. Some people are gonna buy them, some people aren't. But when you're like putting epic gear or stuff that's important to the game or that does like and I flip flop some because I play Warframe and Warframe occasionally feels pay to win because you can just straight buy a weapon. You can also make that weapon and put the time in. But as someone who's just bought a weapon they want, it's like, ah, this is not great either. Like I I'm realistic in my thought that I don't think microtransactions are going anywhere ever. And I, I kind of want the least shitty version of microtransactions possible, whatever that is. Like, and microtransactions in Battlefront 2's case, fucking shitty and bad. Same with God, uh, same with, not with God of War, um, Shadow of War 2. Like, w when you're putting stuff that, like, incentivizes you to spend money, that sucks. But, like, the Overwatch approach, yeah, whatever. But at the same time, I understand the argument of maybe we shouldn't get kids used to gambling and like we all know what a good loot box opening animation is and a bad loot box opening animation and you know which ones feel better the ones with kick-ass animations and maybe you shouldn't gamify it that much because that's how slot machines work yeah yeah I that's why I've gotten more flexible on it because I I'm a strong believer that microtransactions aren't going anywhere anytime soon, and maybe shouldn't. Like, there's DLC and shit to play out there. That's really fucking good. That's a microtransaction, technically. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a macrotransaction at that point, but I... Yeah, I, I think those would be considered macro, considering they affect a huge part of the game. Yeah. Like, it's an actual new, it's actual new content. Yeah, but at the same time, though, too, I use my example of loot boxes exist in the real world... And we're fine with them. Like, fucking Magic the Gathering cards are loot boxes. Well, I don't play Magic the Gathering yeah, anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it, it's like a variety of arcs to be made, but, like, the idea of... Mostly, I don't want governments involved in video games. That's my bigger stance. But, yeah. Thank you for writing, Xavier. Uh, you have a little PS at the bottom of this I will um, deal with later. So, on to our next email. Um... This one's aimed at you, Alex. Oh, joy. Just in uh, Alex, comma, just in case Charlie going on and on about God of War hasn't got you to buy the game yet, 
I thought I'd write in for selfish reasons to tell you to to buy it as well. Ca all caps. Buy God of War already. <laughs> Put WoW down for a week and again caps. Play God of War! Exclamation point. I'm sure I speak for many of the listeners when I say I really want a spoiler episode where you two cut loose and talk about this game, especially since you have the unique combination of someone who has somehow managed to never play a God of War game, and Charlie, <laughs> who sounds like a crazy person whenever he talks about the history of God of War. Alright. Alex, the fans have literally spoken. Fair enough. Alright. Who am I to deny the fans? All right, I'll get on it. They wrote it anonymously, so I don't have any of that, but... Thank you, anonymous writer. Thank I you. I appreciate it. <laughs> this is kind of the last stuff we talk about later. Uh, Dear Wicked Awesome cast, between the occasional mention of Alex's Duke Nukem bust and the recent revelation about Charlie's Dead Rising 2 regrets, I was wondering if the current cast had a pre-order or pack-in thing that you ultimately liked significantly more than the game it came with. Do you have a favorite thing? free thing that came with a game. Can we hear this we hear Charlie's pre-ordering Destiny story again? Anonymous. <laughs> I I pre-ordered Destiny like one seven times or something trying to min-max my rewards. That's the story. I'm not going into it again. Um Well, you did also do something similar with part 2. Yes, I did I have like upwards of 5 pre-orders for for part for 2 out there? Sure. Did I <laughs> Okay, yeah, I did the same thing a second time. You're absolutely right. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. Um, uh, for me, that dead, the the pen Dead Rising two came with, I thought was way better than the actual game because it was like the first time I encountered those like fake needle pens where it's a pen that looked like a needle and had red blood on the inside for ink, and I'm like, that's cool and dumb. I'm down with that. It's Zombrex on the side, I, probably that. But like my my favorite free thing that came with the game was uh. When I bought Harvest Moon for the Nintendo 64, it came with a plush version of the cow for that game I have to this day. I have several metal collector album things that I fucking regret buying. Like, I have a bust of the actual, like, version of Loki that's truer to Norse mythology that came with, um, Amata Marth's, uh, Deceiver of the Gods. That's sitting on a shelf, and that's dumb. Mm -hmm. Duke Nukem aside, Alex, what do you got? Um, I you got a favorite at least. A favorite that I actually do enjoy yeah. pre-order. Um, my Warcraft expansions. I pre-ordered for the most part. Okay, before a, like a physical thing that came with it, I guess, like or like an add-on thing is what he's asking about, like a, a a swag item or a gimmick. Well, that's what I'm saying. Those come with some really cool stuff. Like okay, they so have, like what? Um, um, I know with one of them, I got a um, what was it? Ah. Uh, I think you know what it was. It was the art books that came with them that I actually okay. enjoy. Um, I have given them eventually to my sister because she's the artist in the family. But I do appreciate checking that stuff out, and it comes with a couple of little things here and there. But if I had to pick a favorite, like as far as those go, I really enjoyed my pre-order for Star Wars: The Old Republic um, because it came with a huge statue of, I believe it was Darth Malgus, okay, uh, inside the box. So. Even though I have it packed away somewhere, I really did enjoy having the statue and just kind of taking a look at it and enjoying it. It was a nice little pre-order package item that I did actually enjoy. Um, the only other one that I could say that I really, really, really liked, other than, like I said, my Warcraft expansions, just because I like the boxes themselves, um, was when I pre-ordered and purchased Red Alert 3. Um, it came in a nice little metal tin, and the pre-order bonuses that came with that were the uh, copies of Red Alert 2, 
and the expansion Yuri's Revenge, uh, which were games I really enjoyed playing. I was a big fan of uh, back when the, the 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 wars between like if you were a StarCraft player or if you played Red Alert or Warcraft and that. I was big on Red Alert, so that was my big like. I love the Command and Conquer series. It's a shame that we're probably never going to see them again, but um, I was a big fan of that. So when Part Three came out, I you, I was sure as shit to pre-order that. And uh, I love the metal case it comes in. Like, it's an actual legit, like, metal tin kind of case setup. And the fact that you had the old uh, versions as a pre-order was pretty cool because I had lost my copies of my discs. Um, yeah, those were my those were my favorites uh, as far as the pre-orders go. I realized I had another addition to the things I like more than the actual game it came with. I have a Pip-Boy version of Fallout 4. The Pip-Boy oh. is way better than Fallout 4 is. <laughs> That thing is fun to have on a shelf. It is dumb in the right way. I, I, I guess like I, as much as I love the Witcher games, like the art book that came with Witcher Two Black Edition, I probably like more than the Witcher game in some way because that art book is fucking awesome. Mm. I'm a sucker for art books. Like, like the box my Fable Three Collector's Edition came in. Like I have that, and I, I've played with the box wars, and I played with fucking Witcher Three. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I like, count for that. Yeah, I yeah. guess it does. I will. I will say that I did enjoy the fact that my pre-order was the old game, and the new game yeah. for Red Alert Three was kind of okay. Yeah, yeah. Moving on from that to our next one, uh, Hey Wicked Awesome Cast. After the somewhat lukewarm reaction to Labo last week, I found myself wondering if Nintendo was the only company you could pull this off. In the past, in the past, ideas have come up, but never quite got the same public recognition that the Labo got. Thoughts and from anonymous. Um, no, you had companies like Rockstar or the ones that not Rockstar, but the companies like that came out with Rock Band and Guitar Hero. I think this is I I think comparing the two, despite me doing that, like Rock Band was straightforward, a rhythm game with a peripheral. I, I think the idea of like so like fucking Ubisoft tried doing this that that like model spaceship thing that I don't think ever actually came out because it was mm. a bad idea. Okay, I, I think the answer is yeah. Like only Nintendo could pull Labo off. Nintendo has taken a lot of really like Nintendo's one of those groups that's really not afraid to take really interesting chances on their things, just because like I said, they have that level of loyal fan base that people will buy. Um, it's very similar to like the Apple uh, kind of following, where they they people who were hardcore Apple people yeah. will always buy Apple products, and people who were hardcore Nintendo will always buy Nintendo products. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying like they have that like security blanket of like loyal people who will buy their games um, and just stuff that they come out with. Nintendo has taken some really interesting chances because you've had where they released the the bongos for a Donkey Kong game on Nintendo 64, I think it was. Um, you had the, the obviously the little gun attachment thing they had, the, yeah. the, the gun for um, Duck Hunt. You know, they've had really interesting little peripheral things they've released. I mean, shit, they had a mouse they released that, that connected to your Super Nintendo for Mario Paint. Yep. So, like, they've always kind of taken chances. Um, I will say this was kind of a new step with having you build your own peripherals. Yeah, in so a way. I started thinking, and I realized the answer is, like, maybe Lego could also pull it off. And they did, except for the fact that the Toys to Life stuff was just a disc. You didn't have to build together. Like, it, it gave you stuff to build around it, but you didn't mm -hmm. need to do it to make the game work. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, Nintendo's probably one of the only ones who could absolutely fucking do it. Yeah. I don't see um um I don't see anybody else trying to pull it off. Yeah, and 
I'm not sure anyone needs to try and pull it off. Well, no. Like, it's a gamble that I don't think anyone else needs to attempt. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Everyone, like, all the other companies and whatnot are kind of big on pushing, like, oh, let's do 4K, let's do, you know, yeah. frames. Nintendo's like, you know what? Fuck cardboard. Let's build, some shit out. let's build some shit out of cardboard. And people were like, fucking genius! Yeah. So, I, I, the more I've played of those games, the more I'm like, these are bad. <laughs> these they're better than one two switch but maybe not a ton better yeah i don't know yeah thanks for writing in um this one i guess comes aimed at me i guess officially uh dear the ruiner i like <laughs> alex was not prepared for charlie's reveal of the dark reality that is start this that is star trek world so much so that as he worked his way through what would what that world implies i and that, sorry, it applies its social structure is I kept accidentally saying my objections out loud. <laughs> now I can only assume that Charlie didn't start off this way. Some horrible act of ruining must have enacted must have been enacted upon him for him to wind up this way. So Charlie, what is something that was ruined for you that's that scared you? I'm sorry. For you, uh, what was the ruining uh, for you on the scale that ru- that you ruined Star Trek for me? Your poison about Star Trek is so infectious that I've had to share it with my friends who are also now mad at you, Nathan. <laughs> um, I hate to disappoint you, but probably nothing. I I, I am the way I am because I pick stuff apart, I guess. I, I don't know. Like, Star Wars by the passage of time, but that was more apathy. I have more apathy than anything else when it comes to that shit. Um... When I first read this, I had one that bleeped across my mind and then went away. I, like, we've all heard the story of the time Jim ruined the end of uh, fucking Far Cry 4 for me just by telling me what it was. And I'm like, yeah, fuck him. But, like, reality is I'm not trying to play all that game anyways, so screw it. Like, I went recently and looked up the, like, more of the Far Cry 5 hidden stuff where I'm like, oh, yeah, don't care at all about this shit. Um, is there something that's been ruined for me on the same scale as my comments on Star Trek, uh, I don't, life, the realities of what life is, I don't know. Have I told you a story that counteracts that, Alex? No, but I'm curious. Yeah, I don't think I got anything. <laughs> like, it's this, there's no grand, like, pinnacle event of, like, that time something was ruined for Charlie and maybe birthdays, but yeah, birthdays is probably the closest one to that, but that's not like a, that's not a fandom or anything. Like, I, I don't know. Had some bad birthdays over the years. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, nothing comes to mind. Sorry, man. <laughs> he just doesn't want to reel his weakness. Is all he's I, doing. I, I, I would happily tell what it was because I'm sure, like, if something for me was ruined on the same scale as Star Trek, I'd be like, shit. Like, this is some like deep emotional scar bullshit. Like, the fact it's come up now multiple times. It's worth mentioning. It's like it's worth keeping track of or acknowledging. I guess I'm sorry I poisoned Star Trek for you, man. I didn't mean to. I just meant to poison mm. it for Alex. Video <laughs> games, but like that's video games' fault. I don't know. I like to rip things apart because I'm a sad, angry person. <laughs> yeah. But that about does it for this week's podcast. I guess I got no more emails to read. Um, again, contact us. I was asking if you had any more emails to read, Alex. But yeah, contact us at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com if you want to write in anything you want to pimp quickly. 
Uh, yes, I am doing my big uh, 24 hour extra life charity stream on uh, May 26th. It's supposed to be that Memorial Day weekend. So I figured I'd, I'd take the 26th after class. So I'm going to wake up, go to school, and then do a 24 hour stream because I am a fucking madman. You so... should get God of War before then. Just saying. <laughs> I may actually play it for part of the stream. Who knows? You should do that. It's a really good game. <laughs> Well, the fans and you should spoken. fucking play that game already. <laughs> uh, well, yes. So I will be doing. Uh, I will be doing that on the twenty sixth. If you need additional details, uh, hit me up. I'll be posting stuff pretty soon about it on my social medias. Uh, so that's Mave Online on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Periscope, Twitch, Mixer, YouTube Gaming, all that stuff. Vape so, TV, son. Not yet. Vape TV is coming. I, I'm working on a special deal with them. We'll uh, figure something out. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, is it that you won't so, have to vape? Um, I will probably have to vape. It's probably going to happen. But yeah, so um, that's coming up soon. So uh, anybody who can help out, help me raise money for yeah. the hospital, that'd be great. Because again, I play for charity. That's kind of my main focus when it comes to. Yeah, it'd be a great birthday present. <laughs> and now I'm pandering. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> little pandering going on then uh just just a tad typical weekly excuses uh channel will resume activity eventually blah 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 i actually have an hvac guy coming over two days after this podcast gets recorded so i actually am making progress on that and then my industrial shelving will show up soon hopefully so yeah indeed um i don't know go check out my dog's instagram or something it's cute (laughs) <laughs> Captain Scrump on Instagram, spelled as it sounds. Uh, I'll put it down in the show notes because I'm not a weirdo. Or, or don't follow my dog. Don't support this madness of mine. I don't care. <laughs> don't reward me for being a fucking weirdo on this one. <laughs> Punish me and my girlfriend for this one. Actually, yeah, like I don't want to say Lee like leave, leave mean messages because it's a cute ass dog, but at the same time, I, I don't know. I'd be like, why are you doing this? I'd be okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Life, universe, everything, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Motorcycles are cool. That's what I'm pimping this week. Motorcycles are cool. Motorcycles are still cool. It's approved by Charlie. <laughs> Other hard stances. Uh, but yeah, I guess that about does it for this week. And we haven't done one of these in a while because no one's wrote in mentioned this in a while. But to return to Xavier, the guy that asked about loot boxes, email. P.S. A long time back, one of your listeners wrote in and said, Cue the metal. Science!